We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. U.S. Bank wants to know how you reward yourself because they have cards that make every day more rewarding. Are you a points order, cashback guru, low intro APR lover? With U.S. Bank, it's up to you because they have the cards to fit your lifestyle. So earn more whether you're shopping at a gas station or a grocery store, even while planning a staycation. Learn more at usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. You're still a Salah guy, huh? I, I mean, I have him in the episode, too. I mean, I can't. Oh, that's true. <laughs> like, I, I last season went with, like, the Kane-Aguero-Lukaku fade, and I think this year, I've actually already had Salah, but I think I might be that guy who doesn't have him from now on. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from Rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, rankings, projections, and the best fantasy soccer stats around, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Mike Gottlieb and Andrew Laird. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. I am your host, Mike Gottlieb, bothering my co-host, Andrew Laird, all day today. Andrew, how are you doing? What were you bothering me with? Oh, Hollywood Squares jokes. Oh, that and, thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I, I figured today would be the be- a great day to just remind to the Twitter sphere that we are podcasting today, and I saw your DFS one, and of course, that's my favorite thing to do. It's kind of like tickling the person that hates being tickled. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just basically tickled the DFS part of you uh, and changed the narrative, and you were not having it. <laughs> uh, you're right, I wasn't. <laughs> it was funny though. You you, you were not having was my it? Hollywood Squares jokes. Oh, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah. How often person does that happen? The, the person on the train next to me thought I was weird because of how, like, as I was snickering. You were like, yeah. <laughs> uh, I bet. Hmm. I bet. Speaking of, New York City commuting today was the worst. It's, I, um, 
I obviously don't live in the city anymore, and uh, the like public transportation when I lived in the city years and years ago was like excellent, and it seems to have gotten horrific over the past few years. It seems like a combination of people de blaming Mayor de Blasio and Governor Cuomo, and um, there's an election coming up for one of them. There is uh, Cynthia Nixon's very very quick to point that out, mm -hmm. but. Um, I mean, I think it's overstated how bad it is. I mean, the trains are still running pretty much on time. It's just really uncomfortable because of how many people are using it. Yeah. Um, I mean, the F train's never on time, but come on. Um, never has been anyway. Um, it's just today I went – I was on the train this morning. The train I got on, the car was not air conditioned. So I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. I'll take a one stop and go to the next one. Guess what the next one? Not air conditioned. Yikes. Go to the next one not air conditioned. So I'm like dripping sweat going into a meeting, uh, which was fun. And then on the way home, guess what? First car, not air conditioned. No way. Wow. <laughs> but the second one was, but you know, but there, so in case you don't know people from New York city, always, if you're, if you're susceptible to sweating like me, always try to enter at the middle of the car, the air conditioning vents vent out toward at the middle of the car. So at the end of the cars, unless you're on the door, there's no vent there. Hmm. That's where the generator is. So it's actually probably a little warmer, a little than, warmer. No, than normal there. Yeah, exactly. Good tip. Yeah. Good tip. So get it all uh, here on the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer yes, Podcast. I, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't just be FPL all day, every day, but it is that time to actually start our wild card Wednesday edition of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Pod because it's after game week number four. We had our first international break. No real major injuries to report. So that's a plus. Um, so we are really just uh, just kind of picking off of the performances of the first four weeks and going from there. And actually, you have officially used your wild card. I'm like half an inch from using mine because I think I'm finalized. But, uh, you know, I just got to make sure it's all legal first before I hit the OK button. But what were some of the strategies that you were looking at when you were choosing your wild card? Um, I will first say that I'm a coward. Uh, in that I didn't wildcard before last week, meaning last game week, which was two weeks ago, um, because not only was I ready to make that team, I, it would have had a monster week last week. It was the team that I tweeted out that everybody told me would be awful because it was too front heavy and too back heavy. Um, the joke I made, which felt like a joke I would have made after hanging out with you because it was on that level. But somebody was like, it's very unbalanced because... You have so much money in defense and so much money up front in the attack in the in your forwards. And my response was, that actually sounds perfectly balanced. Yeah, actually, I I, I think I liked it immediately. Yeah, <laughs> because that is that is one of my kind of jokes. Yeah. So and it doesn't matter if you're balanced. What matters is if you score points. Right. It doesn't matter where they come from. Right. Um. My. So the, I don't remember the entire build but it had alonzo it had mendy i actually don't think it had robertson i think i tried to play cheap with alexander arnold so i wouldn't have benefited there but the three forwards all scored last week it was like aguero did aguero score last game week now that i've said that it's him but whatever it was aguero obama yang definitely scored in lukaku and it got me thinking uh that maybe it was worth not having three really expensive forwards and having one uh, kind of expensive midfielder. There's really only one that I want. Uh, so if he was hurt, I wouldn't be doing this. I would I would still go with Aguero, Aubameyang, and Lukaku up front. But uh, spending up uh, in defense is, is definitely where I'm going. And uh, 
I got a lot of uh, brush back because I did actually make a move uh, last week where I got rid of Mohamed Salah and Roberto Firmino, which uh, some people kind of scoffed at me for doing this. Uh, most of it is the, how could you ever get rid of Salah? Um, and I brought in Eden Hazard and, uh, Aubameyang. Those two scored. So that one actually worked out. Uh, but the looking at the schedules coming up, uh, and after I wildcarded, I have a full Liverpool fade. Am I dead? No. No, I mean, if you have, if you decide to go with like City and Spurs and maybe like a small bit of Chelsea in there and Manchester United or what the some mixture of that, no, you're not you're not dead. I mean, Liverpool are going to score a bunch of goals, but so are City. Like City are no no slouches. Yeah, and now it's the not... issue the issue with City is rotation. Right, uh, and it's not like I am, uh, you know, not able to get. Salah or anyone else for the rest of the season. I mean, the the upcoming schedule is at Tottenham, home against Southampton, at Chelsea, home against Man City, and at Huddersfield. So at least the the next four, wild carding and having a guy or two guys or three guys that have that schedule seems nuts to me. Especially, and it'll probably burn me on this, but I don't view Liverpool. I don't view Liverpool as matchup dependent. I, I, I understand that. Uh, somebody responded to me last week that said Salah was matchup proof, which he then went on to I think more than score. Salah is matchup proof, but I, I get the point. Yeah, I, I think, I mean, those are basically the three teams that I would worry about, though. Like, yeah. if you were like, which three would you really consider not playing Liverpool guys in? Those are the three. Yeah, I mean, so I'm with you on one part of this. Um I think that the trend so far of the top defensive guys are in a tier that's for their price in FPL. It's unavoidable mm-hmm. for me. You, because, I mean, because you're spending, you know, six or seven, you know, in that range, as opposed to like 11 or 10 to 13 in that range. You're get, you're, you're telling me I'm going to get as far as like a, a if we're going to go baseball stats, like a war rating that's similar at half the price. Yes, please. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, it's not going to be half the price. Um, it's, I mean, but, sorry, not half. It's like two, uh, two-thirds the price. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the yes, way... I'll the, take that all day. Yeah, the way I'm looking at it is simply looking at defenders at the high end of that and then the midfielders in that same price range. Like, would I rather have Marcus Alonso or the 6.5-ish midfielders, which are like... Pedro and James Madison and Lingard and Milivojevic. And it's like, I'm definitely taking Alonzo or Mendy or Robertson. <laughs> Milivojevic for the block. Yeah. Um, so not to say that I don't have, I mean, doing that, you need to have some even cheaper midfielders. Uh, and that's where everybody went right at my team and said, I had nobody who was going to score uh, in my midfield, which when my response is basically, I have elite forwards and defenders to do that. I don't need a ton for my midfielders. But uh, do you want to know who the one midfielder was that I decided to scrap the three? So I basically picked him over Lukaku. Please inform me. Eden Hazard. Oh, I mean, I okay, that's fine. I did too. I mean, I, I, I was taking I'm saying, Eden it wasn't Hazard Mane. before he was even starting. Right, it wasn't Mane, <laughs> wasn't um, 
By the way, the Hazard, City guys. Hazard, part of the dream team without starting for most of the year so far. <laughs> I mean, it's just, uh, I really like Lukaku. He he goes a little more quiet than others, but um, it just, I, Hazard's got the, the matchups coming up and the team, I think he might be the best player from now on, even though it really, I, I, I said that a few weeks up. ago. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, uh, it, it was so clear. It was so abundantly clear when you saw him for 10 minutes and how dominant he was and how good he looked in that system, even for 10 minutes. I'm like, yeah, give me all of that. Yeah, yeah I want all I want all shares of this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get And that's what I said. 20 minutes of Hazard is better than 90 minutes from 70 percent of the league. Right. Like It's he in this system. You know, you might be right here. And this is where you might be right about Hazard. He may play false nine pretty soon. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's when you're going to like him a lot. Yeah. I, the I, I really tried to do Aubameyang, Lukaku, Aguero, Hazard, and the expensive backline. Um, I actually have two defenders at four point six or less, so it's not like I have five really expensive ones. But uh, it's just it's a little too difficult to to go that heavily. Uh, but I did um, want to ask if. Um, they both play the same number of games from now on. Do you think Aubameyang is worth 10.9 versus Lacazette at 9.4? I would say I would skip both of them and go to Hazard at 10.6. But I already have them. It's Hazard plus one of them. Okay, so you're asking me to choose between the Arsenal forwards? Right. right. If they play the same number of games, is the 1.5 in savings for Lacazette if they both play the same number of games, I'd like Lacazette at face value. I'm starting to wonder the same thing. You know, it's it's a fact, and I'll tell you why. They're not playing two. They're not playing two up front. Aubameyang's playing out wide. Yeah, I know, but you you say you can say it, I know, but you know who else plays on the wing? Eden Hazard. Vegetarian. Who? Eden Hazard. Yeah, but he he's used to that. Aubameyang <laughs> Aubameyang is. So, so let me, let me run through my team because then yeah, it'll get us. And, I, and I'll do the same. Yeah. I, I'm anticipating that we're going to have like seven or eight of the same players. Um, okay. Uh, I really, I have actually 0. 0.4 in the bank right now because I was really trying to get Ederson and I haven't figured out how to do it yet. But my goalkeepers are Pickford and, uh, and Wayne Hennessy. My defense is Benjamin Mendy, Marcus Alonso, Kieran Trippier, Jose Holobus, and I right now have Aaron Juan Bissaka, which feels like such a cop out because I've been crapping on this guy all season. But no, the cop uh, out is Jose Holibus at four six. He's like the second highest scoring defender right I'm now. I'm aware of what he yeah. is now. Yeah. Watford <laughs> top of the table, Mike. But anyway, they're um, tied for top of the table. My uh, midfield is Hazard, James Madison, who. I think I ha- I've talked enough about that. I'm not allowed to drop him at this point. Uh, Ryan, Fra- this is where it gets ugly. Ryan Frazier, uh, Lucas Torreira, and Ruben Neves. I'll explain the Neves call later. And then, this is gross. And then I have Aguero, Aubameyang, and Zaha. <laughs> so it I made me, my- it, it, it made me have gas in my in my upper respiratory system. So I I assume my. Start. I'll go three four three with Mendy, Alonso, Trippier, Hazard, Madison, and Fraser, and then the three forwards. All right. So we our similarities end at the back line. Yeah, I thought really. 
I was surprised you thought we were so similar. Well, because I think a lot, I thought a lot of our crap players are going to be the same, but they're not. Um, so I did manage a way to get Ederson, but not with those forwards. Um, so I have Ederson and Joe Hart. I don't care who my backup goalie is. I'm almost never going to use them, even though Joe Hart does have good fixtures coming up just for the record. Uh, I mean, Wolves away is not good, but then Burnmouth at home, Cardiff away, Huddersfield home. Yeah, the I, the only reason it, I don't have Ederson right now is that I literally cannot get a, a starting I know. keeper I know. as a backup. I know, and I do plan on using Joe Hart uh, in the Huddersfield home fixture because that's when Ederson goes away to Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I did this at the beginning of the season. That's why I paired those two. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what value Joe Hart goes down to. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. And he, but he stayed he stayed solid at 4-5. I mean, I could go to a four-flat goalkeeper if I want to. I just don't. But there's no starter uh, there. Like you can't, no. play, you literally cannot play them. I know. I, I have no point. I, it doesn't matter. Joe Hart's there. Uh, and then that's where I'm going. Okay. I do have Mendy Alonzo and Trippier as well, but I do have Andy Robertson and I do have Aaron Juan Bissaka. Yeah. Juan Bissaka is, a, it, I can't, I can't avoid it. The, he has good fixtures just in case I need to use yeah, him, but does. I don't. Um, uh, the, the upcoming schedule is why I don't have Robertson. I know that we take Robinson, Robertson for all the attacking yeah. stuff, but like Alonzo and Mendy have the, I would argue higher attacking upside than Robertson and they have the clean sheets and trippier too. So, yeah. Know. Same. With, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. Yeah. I just, I, I'm, I've loved Andy Robertson for so long. I can't yeah. turn away. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 yeah, it's you and James Madison, except times three. Mm-hmm. Cause I've done it for three years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so then that's my back line of five. And then there's a lot of money there, right? Like there's 20, there's over, I think there's 30 something percent mm-hmm. of the budget dedicated to the back, mm-hmm. back five. All right. And so obviously where I take a hit is going to be everywhere else. Yep. Um, so my midfield three is strong because I plan on going four, three, three. So my midfield three that I'm going to start every week, most likely it's Hazard, Salah and Mane. OK, that's strong. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and my two kind of punts, but they do play um, at five flat. It's Conte. And then at four or five, it's uh, Phil Billing. Wow. My boy. <laughs> but but it's you know he's my fifth midfielder yep. he will yeah, unlikely play. ever play right so disaster would have to happen for phil billing to actually score two points for me in a week mm-hmm. now you know knowing that i'm going to play those just the first three most of the time though i mean what it does make me do is it does have to make me you know have to do the the scrap heap and forwards but i still do start six forwards every week right so odds are that i'm going to get some goals right just from the sheer nature of six forwards on the field. Uh, Danny Ings is one. Danny Ings is five, six. Mm -hmm. Uh, Solomon Rondon at five, nine and Callum Wilson at six, one. I do have point two in the bank. Mm -hmm. Now I can't use that really, but it's there. I really wanted Mitrovic, but it was, yeah, he he was too expensive. His upcomings are not that great. So correct. um, Hopefully he drops down a couple. And Wilson goes up one or two, so I can swap Wilson, who's never going to get a higher value than what he was before the break ever. Right, yeah. So, but he has great fixtures coming up too. So Callum we, Wilson does. Yeah, we talked at the beginning of the season about when, um, kind of where the forward line drops, and we kind of agreed that it was somewhere in the Zaha Arnautovic range, since they were the same price anyway. Um, like their addition to the forward pool was actually more helpful for the forwards than it was for them that's correct and you can't even afford those guys 
That's also correct. Okay. So when you say like you, odds are you'll have goals, uh, the odds are with your midfielders. Yeah. Two of which I mean, have very tough matchups coming up. Uh, you, I, I don't subscribe. To, I just don't subscribe to that. I don't think Chelsea are very solid defensively anyway. Um, we all saw what happened in the city Liverpool fixture at Anfield last season. That was seven goals total. I don't care if they give up five goals. I just don't. I know that if they score two or three, one of those two is likely to be getting a goal or an assist in them. And that's, and but that's the thing. You're depending on Liverpool scoring three goals. No, not really. I mean, I, I'm doing I'm doing that as a generous thing. But you know, Tottenham. I mean, first of all, let's be honest here too, right? Let's look. I mean, when we look at when we when we look at the tables, right? You know who's been the rock star defensive unit so far? Liverpool right? Who's, home. You're, you're kind of. You're, I mean, you're kind of getting to where I'm going here. You know, it's not like it's. It's not like it, you know anyone's been particularly dominant as far as keeping clean sheets. Right. That that's very different Except than. Except for Liverpool. Yeah, I, I mean. Again, we're talking about like you're needing multiple goals out of Liverpool and specifically those two as, you know, Firmino scores, then those guys, I mean, sure, they could get the assist. But um, you're you're choosing two guys in the worst part of their schedule. I don't, I don't mind. OK, uh, I mean, Liverpool, Liverpool aren't taking their foot off the gas at all. And neither are Chelsea, for that matter. Right. Like when you look like when you look, I'm not afraid of the Liverpool Chelsea fixture from an offensive point of view. I'm more afraid for Andy Robertson, to be fair. You know, the Andy Robertson pick is probably one that I'm going to likely regret for this for this stretch. Mm -hmm. I just can't turn away. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to turn away because he just does too many good things offensively. Um, I can't believe you actually uttered uh to my team while starting Rondon Ings and who was the other oh. one? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it's Callum Wilson. It oh, doesn't right, matter. Right. And I've had Callum Wilson since the beginning of the year. So I've had, I've had his point. I got his points. Right. So, you know, it's not, and I've also had Rondon for most of the year. Um, so it's Ings that's new. I, I switched out Obama Yang for Ings to help pay for the defensive line. Yikes. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, that's a yikes moment. I, I'm with you. And not having an Arsenal player here, it's a, it, that's a risk. Uh, that's a huge risk to my line because of the Arsenal fixture list. Do you think, given recent trends, that it's worth rostering Lacazette over Aubameyang? I, it's you're asking me to predict the lineup future of Arsenal, which is you know d d does Unai Emery know his best eleven? Mm -hmm. You know we when we saw both of them play together most recently, when we saw Lacazette and Aubameyang on the pitch at the same time. They seem to play nicely together with Aubameyang out wide, but really playing very narrow. Mm -hmm. Now, the problem there is that they also let up two goals after they were ahead. So it's not like it's not like it's worked on all fronts here. So, you know, I'm not going to try to pretend I'm not going to gloss over the fact that Aubameyang was asked to kind of go back on defense. And he 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 don't do that. Sure. So, you know, that also would hamper, you know, if you like Nacho Monreal, who plays on that left side, him going forward is going to be rare. Uh, Monreal has the third most goals for Arsenal in 2018. I know that. 
Yeah, I know that, but um, that's also that's also before Obama Yang was. I mean, that's before. I mean, if if this becomes a thing, right? That Obama Yang is the left winger. You can, as a left back, you can't you can't advance past that winger if he's not going to go back and 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 cover you. Hmm. You just can't. I I mean I. Or sorry, you what, can, but you can, but you're going to be left. There was no part of me that was considering Nacho Monreal. I don't no, care about. No, but him. no, but I, but I, what I'm what I'm saying is, in real, it has real life implications, which in turn could have fantasy implications because two things could happen, right? If they get a lead and it's like the 60th minute, Aubameyang might be the first substitute because, no or Lacazette might be the first substitute so that they can get better defensive cover. I, I'm not. I'm not like you're, that, what I'm telling you is, you're asking me to try to predict what the tactics are going to be for Emery when we hasn't when we haven't seen anything consistent from him. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So, That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I understand. That's what you're asking. Um, you know, if I had to pick one of them, I would still pick Obama Yang for now. Mm-hmm. But that hook is going to be quick. It's going to be super quick. Because hmm. I think if of the two of them, Lacazette is shown to be a better center forward. I agree. And Lacazette, the one thing Aubameyang had going for him before the season started is that he was clinical in his finishing at the end of last season, as shown by his numbers. That has not translated into this season so far. Yeah, he has I mean, not been it's, efficient at all. Yeah, I understand it's four games. <laughs> but again, you're asking me to, you know, going off of recency, which is what all FPL managers do anyway, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to want Lacazette. And I'm still going to hold on hope for like a week or two more. Because this is the this is the time for Obama Yang to get some gaudy stats like a two goals and an assist game, right? Mm-hmm. Like this is the time for it to happen. And yep. if it doesn't happen, not that if it doesn't happen with a gaudy stat, but if he doesn't start scoring consistently, like he's he's just gonna keep playing, Mike. And check this out, right? What 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 in the next four games, right, or the next three games, whatever, the, where the good fixtures are for Arsenal, which I think is the next three. I don't have five. The, it's five. at Newcastle, oh. home against Everton, home against Watford, at Fulham, and home against Leicester. Okay, so what output does it need? What output does Lacazette need to make that five fixture stretch, you know, worth it at his price? Three goals, and that's it. No assists. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think I mean, you can say and, the same about Aubameyang, though. No, that, 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 I, I prefer each of them, right? Like, is it just they need three goals in five games and no assists? I think that's more than enough for any player in a five-game stretch. In this particular five-game stretch, because when you have those five-game stretches, you also get other five-game stretches where it's not nearly that fun. Yeah, but they're not for a while. I mean, they already had their City game. They already had Chelsea. Like, It's going to be a while. So, uh, it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I mean, it, it, you're asking me. I think both of them. To be fair, both of them could get the three goals if they both play all five games. Yeah. If they both start all five games. Yep. Yeah. I they, just keep they, thinking of what what is the actual point difference between the two. Obviously, I can. I, it, it, it's I, not much. It's not much. Well, I think Lacazette at his. It's not much if better if value. Lacazette plays. Like yeah, well, the, you're asking your assumption. You, you, on the front end, you said if they if they play the same sure, amount of games, sure. But if they obviously if they play the same amount of games, that lower price is going to yield much higher value in terms of your roster flexibility and your construction. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's worth considering a guy who leads his team in shots and has taken all of their free kick shots? Which defender is this? It's not a defender. 
Is it James Madison? Nope. I mean, he might also qualify in there, but it's not. Uh, who are you referring to? Ruben Neves. Uh, I, I knew I knew it tied into your roster somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, well, everybody wants to talk about John Moutinho or uh, Di- I thought about Diogo Yota or no, no one's talking about Yota anymore, anymore. than dropping him. <laughs> but like Neves is the guy who has been shooting. And Neves is the guy who gets the opportunities at goal when they are close. So why not take a punt on that guy? I, I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think mean, you actually, that was when you used your, uh, no, I I, it was, it was, it was the totality of your midfield. <laughs> no respect for Ryan Frazier. None. Uh, you're, you're 100% correct. None. Man. Yeah, I'm not, no, absolutely not. I'm not going to, I'm not gonna. You're a sizist. That's your problem. Oh yeah, because 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 you know because uh, you know Conte is gigantic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the one player who I did have on my team that I eventually decided to toss, and theoretically I could get him if I replace Madison, is Richarlison. Yeah, and uh, that was one person I wanted to talk to you about at some point. So this is a good segue. Everton. Pretty nice run of games coming up. Uh, home against West Ham this weekend, which he will not play in. That's correct. Red card, but at Arsenal, that's not really one that I shy away from. Um, <laughs> home against Fulham, at Leicester, home against Crystal Palace. It's it's a good it's a good run. I had Gilfie Sigurdsson uh, in my pre wild card lineup. I I'm off Sigurdsson at this point. Um, I'm on Sigurdsson for Taga track scoring. Sure, sure. Uh, I, I don't have a Taga tracks team this year, so yeah, I now have two because I oh, yeah, <laughs> participated in yeah. that total football right. draft, which was quite. You guys experience. doing goalkeepers and not kickers is outrageous, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I anyway. thought so. T- I thought so. T- um, unless I, you I, use the excuse, which I doubt anybody thought of, that all of the soccer players are kickers. <laughs> but anyway, um, I thought about Richarlison. It's he, <laughs> except for goalkeepers who can use their hands. <laughs> <laughs> True. True. They're closer to the football players. Um, Richarlison, like, everyone has him. Um, And so I'm trying to look up quickly what his... uh, So my question that I was going to have... I guess that's not that high. My question to you was going to be this, right? Do you... uh, You know, was the international break and the suspension the worst possible thing that could have happened to Richarlison's hot streak? And then you can weave that into whatever you were about to say. No, because he scored. He scored for Brazil. Got a hug from Neymar. He'll never play for them again, but like he's he's hot, Mike. Now he's got a nice one more break, one more game off, and then off to the races. He also said that ideally he'd have more goals for Brazil by now. Well, sure. Just just a fact. Keep I mean, going. Yeah, who 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 wouldn't think that they should have more goals at, at any point? Um, I can't get to Richarlison from like f- any of my non hazard midfielders other than Madison. Um, if I find that my forwards are really not doing the job, which totally could yeah, happen. I can't imagine that. Happen. Oh, really? Right. But, wow. So when I get my two free transfers back, it would, I would downgrade Mane to like Richarlison Walcott area, whoever's, you know, the hot man at the time. And then, you know, move one of the forwards up a little bit. So that, that, still that, a Salah that, guy, huh? I mean, I have him in the EFSA, too. I mean, I can't. Oh, that's true. Like, I, I last season went with, like, the Kane, Aguero, 
Lukaku fade. And I think this year, I've actually already had Salah, but I think I might be that guy who doesn't have well, him. Kane's Kane has Kane's shot total has gone way down this year. Yeah, right. I think he, I think he was hurt. I think the it just there was too much talk of his ankle, and who knows if he's fit now. I mean, he had this. Uh, previous break like this international break off but yeah erickson's actually shooting more than kane but i don't i mean i'm fine yeah, i mean and, and pre and pre-international break you were on deli alley over christian erickson yep are you still that way uh deli alley's like a little banged up now but i like f- for a format like this which you like you need the goals erickson loves taking the shots but he doesn't score the goals so yeah i would still take deli yeah. alley I was also thinking about dropping Callum Wilson for Raul Jimenez hmm. and then using then that money to, to upgrade Ruben Neves, who's leading them in shots. Actually, I think he's tied with Jimenez. Yeah, that's correct. That, yeah, I didn't realize that at all. <laughs> you know, but, but, you know, I guess the question that I'm asking, right, you know, a lot of people are going to need a third forward who's like pretty cheap, right? At least one. And I'm talking like under Mitrovic, like the the beneath Mitrovic range. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I, let me put the price target. All of like your guys, six, right? Six, six and a half, right? Six and a half and under. There, there are people more expensive than that, you know, like Joshua King or something like that, or Benteke at six five, right? You know, or Chris Wood at six four, right? and Chicharito, who doesn't really like, not guaranteed to start. But you know, there are players that are six five and under. You know, are there forwards there? budget these are the really really deep budget forwards obviously i think i have the three best ones because that's why i chose them mm-hmm. but are there ones like troy dini glenn murray that you would rather have than paying up well at least you know for, for let's say for the the general audience right they're going to need at least one very cheap forward option and i'm t- and like i said mitrovich is usually where the low range ends but i'm talking below that if people are really going heavy in midfield or defense like you know we did for you know, defense. And then I did for midfield, you not. Yeah. I, I think it's worth, I think you're, you're better off with the value in midfield than you are the value at forward. Like I stopped at Zaha because that's where I thought the range ended of guys I wanted to have. I would have gone Mitrovic if this, if Fulham's mm-hmm. schedule was better. Um, but they have like, um, they're at man city home against Watford at Everton, uh, home against Arsenal Cardiff. I guess it's not, quite that bad um i put mitrovich ahead of anybody at a below 7.0 what if i told you that half of the top six scoring forwards are actually under six five in price six five or under in price i would tell you that it's four weeks into the season okay and that it'll i mean even out how what was the number danny there? three of top five three of top six half okay. of the top six right i mean if you want to roll out with troy dini go right ahead i don't I didn't choose him. <laughs> I think the the difficulty is that um, those you don't know any you don't know about those guys. Like you know Aguero's feel, gonna score. Yeah, you know. I just feel that there's so such little there are very you know, the way that I wanna try to have my team set up is the most have the most number of forwards that are that are classified as midfielders. Right? Because this is such a scoring dependent system. Mm-hmm. So you know, the difference between the scoring midfielders and the non-scoring midfielders is going to be greater, especially because the goals are worth more, um, than the difference between the goal-scoring forwards versus the you know the less scoring forwards. I, I hope that, I'm really hoping that my forwards are not the non-goal-scoring forwards. That would be bad, right? But but 
you know, I'm talking like the 12 to 15 goal scorers, right? Not, nothing, nothing gigantic, but also like not seven. Uh, right. I think there are, in in terms of the midfielders, like players who are classified as midfielders, the guys who are likely to score, let's call it 12 goals, where you really want like 15 if you're pretending like Rondon and those guys are going to get you there. Like you need, I said 12 to 15. Yeah. yeah, That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying when you look at how many players that is in, in terms of the midfielders, like it's Salah, it's uh, Mane, Hazard. And I'm not sure there's anyone after that, that you can say they're definitely scoring 12 to 15. You could, you can make the argument that any of the man city guys could, but that's the problem. yeah. Yeah. And, I guess you could sneak in Deli Alley in that list, but I wouldn't put Erickson in it. Um, so when you when you have that, uh, that's why you pay up for Salah and Hazard, like because those are the guys that you're gonna yeah your twelve to fifteen goals. But like, do you think do you think any of the three guy forwards you pick get to twelve? Wilson probably will because of how fast he started. Um, Danny Ings just needs to keep healthy, which is not the, the, just so just Wilson. saying just saying yeah, saying that sentence out loud for those two is just it, I feel like I've already broken their spirit uh-huh. at least, right? Uh, it's it's a tough ask. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm, I mean, like I said, I need those. I'm probably like I said, my plan was or is still and will continue to be that when I get those two free transfers back after wild carding, I'm probably going to have to drop Salah down to like the Richarlison range. And then use that money to upgrade uh, forwards at least uh, one at a time, potentially. Why are you waiting? Like planning because I really, I really want to play this out. I I really want the three guy, the three midfielders that are going to get those twelve to fifteen goals, and see how that plays out with really good defenders that again are going to have so many more points than the tier underneath them. I mean, but I'm just saying you're going to have your two free transfers in three weeks. Like that's when you're going to make your move. I I want to see how it plays out. Uh, I mean, before the City game, before the Man City game. So when they play at Spurs and at Chelsea, that's when you're going to hold on to them, uh, and then you're going to drop them for the Man City game. That's what you're. That's the plan. Like that's why I'm wondering why. If you're wild carding now, like, what, do you have them already? I have Salah already. So you probably have the three transfers. I do not have Mane. But you probably have two transfers, or you haven't wildcarded yet. So if you have the two transfers. Well, I I mean, I've made a total to get this lineup of one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, okay. No, no, but I'm (laughs) saying before before the wildcard, like if you just erased all of your moves, can you get Hazard, Salah, and Mane? No, that was the whole point. No, I can't. Because I have Aubameyang. Gotcha. So I was gonna say, why don't you just wild card after the Man City game? Yeah, I mean that that was. I mean, I was so thinking about those. I mean, I would. Players. I mean, I've been thinking about. I mean, I've been thinking about it, but then I can't get the Alonzo and Trippier backline as well as Mendy and Robertson. Like I don't have those two in the backline. Okay. Because I would have, and also I couldn't get Monty because I'd still have Trent Alexander Arnold and Robertson in my backline. Right. Like it, it's they, they, there's other implications to this lineup, and also I'd still have Cedric in the back, and I don't like him mm-hmm. this year. 
even though he scored nine points on my bench yeah, last time. Yeah, assist, yeah. Um, yeah, I guess I just – if if you really want to play out the Liverpool guys and you don't have them already, I don't see the need to get them now. Yeah, I mean the Mane one, it was th- that, that was the one that I was playing with. Like I wanted to like see if I could get Mane because I was thinking about who else can I have the differential you know, instead of Mane, has. right? You know, it would, it would. I was thinking like, should I do like a Paul Pogba who has great fixtures coming up? Should I do you know Lucas Mora's now with Sonbeck is not you know the safest of options. Mm-hmm. Sterling is more expensive. That's not realistic. Um, you know, it, the, uh, you know when I when I looked at it, right? I'm just like I don't like the options here. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. I just don't like them, mm-hmm. and it, it is mostly to do with the fact that there's so much rotation going on with City. Uh, um, it, it just stinks. That, that's the only way I can put it. It, mm-hmm. it, it really, do, it really is just not fun. And I, you know, Alexis Sanchez at ten point two. I could use Alexis Sanchez at ten point two um, with better fixtures than Mane. That is a possibility. Yeah, I, that, yeah. I guess I just. Uh, it's almost like you're not doing enough with the wild card. Like it almost sounds like if you're, you might as well take them the twelve point hit and then wild card after the, the four. No, I mean it would be a twenty point hit right oh, now. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> it's it, like I said, it's six. It's six moves. Yeah. I mean, as somebody who faded as many of the high price forwards last year, I understand the move, but I also had Salah at like nine point five instead of thirteen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Whatever I mean. I'm thinking right now I, I might make the change from Mane to Sanchez. Hmm. So I only have Salah and Robertson against that fixture list who I already had. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, United, they have Watford away, then Wolves, West Ham, and Newcastle. Would you at least agree that Mendy and Aguero oh, right. have the smallest rotation risk? Of all the Man City people you'd consider i'd say mendy does okay um aguero is not without worry actually actually, you know what's funny (laughs) the least fantasy relevant player has the least risk of rotation well fernandinho really but fernandinho um i guess I mean, Pep said he wants to rest, and it doesn't matter. He's not fantasy relevant. We, I don't need to go into the fact that Pep said that he doesn't want to rotate. He wants to rotate him a little more to keep mm-hmm. him fresh. Yeah. But Gundogan's an interesting cheaper option. I thought about him, but he's not. I don't see him playing enough. I'm just disappointed that Bernardo Silva's not playing more. It's disappointing. Mean? He had like three starts. Yeah, but he's not. He he's been rotated already. Like yeah. he, he should be really fresh. <laughs> it's frustrating. It's all. It's frustrating. I, I think the that problem is, is that he's not even close to as good as everybody else around. <laughs> Which is not a slight against him. Right. Yeah, I just, yeah. Yep. I'm worried about Aguero. Do you see that he's now the most owned player? Yep. Past Salah. Yep. I'm good with that because yeah. I don't have I don't have Aguero. That's why. Mm-hmm. That's how well, I feel I- about Salah. Yeah, and, and I mean, I think when I, I think when I publish my team, people are going to laugh at how bad the forwards are. But yeah, I, I think I am going to go with Sanchez over Mane. Yeah, does that that still doesn't really improve your forwards? No, it, but I I also don't like it because like Sanchez and Mourinho don't really get along yet. <laughs> like, 
I mean, anybody uh, in Mourinho doesn't really get along. Except for Marouane Fellaini. He has unlocked yeah, the weird. secret. That's weird. I think I might have to go Mitrovic instead of Zaha. Even with that fixture list? What, like, why now? I'm going to ask you the same question you asked me. Because Why would me you Ederson. do it now? Uh, okay. Instead of, I mean, it's like, it's goalkeeper, but... Yeah, I don't know. Who is the one player that... Who are, like, the one or two players you had in pen that you had to have? Uh, Alonzo, Mendy, and Trippier. And Hazard. The only person I had extra to that was Salah. I had five. Mm-hmm. And, and like, I'm like, I know I have more. Actually, and Robertson, six. I had those six. They were penned in. But four of them I already had. <laughs> so I was just you know, adding two more of Alonzo and Trippier. I'm like, okay, let's play around with this and see what we can do. Yeah. I mean, it, I, it's, just fun, it's just funny how many of our penned in players were defenders. Well, I mean, that was kind of the point of wildcarding. Yeah. I mean, in all of my draft leagues – or not all of them because I got sniped in a few of, in our our staff one for post everybody using my rankings but like I went early on Robertson, Mendy and Alonzo like yep or Trippier like I have them everywhere and in the total football draft that we did uh, Mendy and Robertson went in like the second and third round mm-hmm. with NFL players also in that draft mm-hmm. it was crazy it's crazy what's going on right now with defenders I mean they were the clear top options that that we are, you know, like we've yeah, been saying it all season. So, it's 100% or, true. Yeah. <sighs> all right. I think that's a good place to do it. All right. Uh, did you have any other parting shots for Wild Card Wednesday? I don't think so. All right. Then let's end this episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast, mostly because I have to go to the bathroom and this is a great time to sign off. So thank you all for joining us, and we will catch you next week when we recap the next game week of the English Premier League. Thank you all for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.